What happens when you buy a house but find out another investor already bought it before you did? This is the Unreal AF Estate Podcast. We're your host, Marcus. And Jaquita. And here's the Unreal AF story of the manor. guys know Marcus and I host a monthly meetup it's for real estate everything real estate and we met this nice young couple well actually I did Marcus was out that month it's the only meetup he ever missed um, he was feeling under under the weather the young couple were wholesalers and they actually grew up in the area where we're from and we tried and tried to do some deals together and then finally a deal came up in the area that we actually grew up in all right, so we decided to actually buy this deal. So turns out that once everything got into title, you know, title did their research and we found out that the property owner actually owed more than what was on the contract. And so, of course, the wholesaler comes back to us wanting us to cover the difference, right? Mm-mm. But no, we don't no, we don't do that. <laughs> All right. So we we were able to settle on something mutually beneficial to everybody involved, right? But we did not cover that cost. Let's just say that. Yeah. So we ended up buying the house because we, you know, we were really big on relationships and relationship building. And we knew that that wholesaler would probably come to us with another deal, as she has. She's she's brought us more deals. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we knew we weren't going to lose on this deal, but we knew it wasn't a home run either. So... It was a good enough project for us to go ahead and move forward, get started. Everything was all going well. Yeah, yeah. And then this when this is when all hell literally breaks loose. So I like to go buy our properties, as you all know. I like to go buy our properties pretty much frequently to just check the progress. Mm-hmm. Um, just checking to see what contractors are doing, making sure we're on schedule. Everything is going good. And... I noticed the house across the street was starting to become, I mean, starting to be worked on. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I called Marcus like, you know, good, healthy competition. The house across the street is going on the market. They're working on it right now. We're going to have some competition. So good thing, right? Yep. And so <laughs> I show up one day checking on the house and I noticed a car parked along the side of the street, but they're parked on the side of the street where the other house is being worked on. So I always like to introduce myself to other, you know, investors working in the area, seeing what's going on with their property, trying to find out, you know, when they're going to be listed, what they're going to be listed for. So I go and try to introduce myself to the guy just to find out all those things and just to know another investor, building relationships, right? Right. No. (laughs) So I approached the guy and I said, hey, is this your house? You're working on it? And he was like, no. I was like, okay. He was like, no, I'm here. To look at the house right there. And he points to our house. So I'm like, no, you're not. He (laughs) says, absolutely. I have an appointment. And I'm like, no, you don't. He he continues to say, yes, I do. So me, I'm an agent, as you all already know. I checked the MLS. I see the house is listed. I'm like, yeah. what? Mind you, again. 
We've already bought this thing. We've went to title, closed on it, everything. Yeah. So crazy, crazy stuff. And I mean, a lot of times we know that other people list things, but it's not on the MLS. They may list things on Craigslist, Facebook. You know, it's a lot of scamming going on right now. So I expect those things, but not the MLS. I I mean, anything listed on the MLS, I'm thinking is, you know, is, is real. It's the real yeah, deal. That's legit. Yeah. And so to find out a house that I actually own, I am the owner, is listed on the MLS by someone else, by another agent, is just crazy. So um the so what we ended up doing was um like calling the listing agent that we the way that Jaquita saw that was on there, kinda of talking to him. And then the agent states that they've had this listing agreement for a while. And we're like, no, you haven't. (laughs) Right, right, right. What are you talking about? Yeah, you don't have a listing agreement with us because we're the owners. Yeah. Then we found out that the company he's working with said they bought it, uh, but they didn't have the deed recorded. So some kind of way, as far as we know, as far as we were told, monies were exchanged to buy this house. But for whatever reason... Nothing was ever recorded. Yeah. And so immediately I'm calling the wholesaler. I'm like, what's going on? You know, as I stated, this is our first deal. We've been trying and trying to work together. Nothing ever really panned out. This was the first one. I thought we were building a relationship. But, you know, you can't build a relationship with a wholesaler that's like, you know, not not doing good business. Because at this point, she's the one looking like, you know, not a scammer, but she's looking bad at this point because... She's the one brought the deal. So she contacts the owner, and the owner says, yeah, I had some dealings with this company, but we never went to close, and I decided not to sell to them. And I'm like, what the, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Unreal so, AF. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, let's let's go a little further. Let's call the title company. Let's let's go. Let's do some more confirming of some things. So I call the title company, contact the one we closed with, and I'm like, you need to look at the title search again to see if it's anyone else on there because we have these people telling us that they bought this house before we did. Like what? What the AF? But we knew this to be fact because, you know, when you're going to buy a house, you get the title commitment before you go to close. That's one of the things the title company does. So we had the title commitment before we went to close, but we just wanted to be sure at this point because we're getting mixed. We're getting mixed stories. All right. Title commitment, pay for title insurance, the the whole thing, everything that we done was on the up and up. So it's. Basically now, like the owner's word against the agent. So like, yeah, who's doing what? Right? right, right. I mean, when you have two different people telling two different stories, and we're the only ones with documentation, literally saying that we're the owners. Like, I mean, Marcus, you know, like I was stressed out for a good like two days about this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were calling, and we even called like the person like we were getting lending from and everything. Like, hey, you you always want to keep your lender involved. On situations like this, this is definitely one that you do not want to keep them in the dark about. Right, um, right. Because this could this could go on for months if yeah. it went the wrong way. Like, it, I mean, because, you know, it, it could be lawsuits involved. You can't go and you don't want to keep working on it. And then you put all this money into it. You have contractors involved and everything. And then you come to find out someone's suing you yep. because they think they're the owner. 
Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. So, like, even after, like, talking to him, he's just like, you know, well, we have title. Like, everything right. is. So, I, it, it was surprising to me how, just how laid back he was. Like, ah, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> he, he never he never gets worked up about anything. He's kind of like Marcus. They're pretty laid back, and I'm the one stressing, not sleeping at night. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, like I said, we, title insurance, title commitment, we closed. Everything was recorded. Everything was already on the county website. You can see plain as day we had our ducks in a row. Yeah. So basically, what ended up happening um, was. We have to go back to the listing agent, basically show him all this stuff yeah. so that he can actually terminate the listing yeah. based on all of this stuff that we had to prove that, yo, like, this is our property. We own right. this thing. Right, right. And since I'm the agent, I, you know, I worked through all of this. So I first gave him a phone call and said, you know, hey, here's all the documentation that we have. We actually closed. Call the title company to confirm everything. Um, and then followed up with the email saying, you know, we are the owners. Don't really don't know what's going on with, you know, the situation you guys have. But I would like for you to terminate the listing. And he did. I mean, if he didn't, it, we probably would end up in a bad situation. But he did. So, I mean, everything was everything at that point. We move on with the project. But, I mean, you know, kind of skeptical. Like, really skeptical. I mean... I actually, I've heard of this listing agent before, and he's a really reputable listing agent in the area, and so that's why I didn't really think anything of it. But I'm really skeptical on if the other company that he was representing really ever closed on it, because yeah. like in our area sometimes, and it's not really legal. And look, I have to put on my agent hat. It's not really legal, but sometimes wholesalers will get things on the contract and really like under the table list them on the MLS for yep. sale. And I'm thinking, I'm really thinking that's what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, still doing this project. So it was just like, okay, everybody, the listing is taken down, lenders on board. Everybody's like, you know, just go ahead and complete work. And that, and that, that that's a whole totally different story with the work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, needless to say, you don't want to tell them the story about the work. It's a flip. I mean, <laughs> it, it, look, if you think you're gonna go into a flip and everything is gonna work the way that you think it is, right, right. I, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, we fought for days <laughs> over adding another bathroom or not adding another bathroom. I literally fought with Marcus and the contractor on this, like yeah. craziness. Needless to say, I won the fight. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that project project was actually flipped and sold, but the whole time I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. We were on like eggshells, just thinking, when are these people gonna come back? Like, right. when is the ball gonna drop? And they're gonna be like, aha! I knew we'd find it. Right. And right, they come right. back with all this stuff, and now it's like, okay, crap. We both can't have deed recorded. You know title commitments and all this stuff. Right. Um, but luckily, luckily, that wasn't the situation. So yeah. things you can kind of take away from this story is that, you know, you always want to make sure that first, I can't believe I even have to say this, close at a title company. That's reputable and honest. <laughs> right. <laughs> make sure you get the title commitment. Right. And make sure you pay for title insurance. Yeah. So I've, I've 
believe it or not, I've heard of people not paying for that. And then things like this happen, things go left, and now it, you, it, everything is on you. You don't right. have any sort of backing by the title company or, or anything like that. You're kind of left to kind of lure you up and go at this thing alone at that yeah. point. Yeah, my biggest, my biggest takeaway is just to not panic and know you know your stuff and use what you know to your advantage, right? Um, because I'm an investor and an agent, and so I had to use my knowledge of both areas in this situation. I had to use my my knowledge of being an agent to deal with the other agent, but I also had to be, use my knowledge of an investor to go back to the title company and then go to my lender, who's our mentor, for more like in-depth um, information, and then just know that everything was going to work out in the end. And it did. It worked out in our favor. I mean, I know tons of other people that may have been in this situation, especially just getting started, that this would have drug out for months and months because they would have stopped work and they would have mm. just tried to go down the rabbit hole of figuring out if these people were the actual owners when all they had to do was call the title company, look at the title commitment, and see that no one else would, was ever recorded on any deed before they ever closed. So, yep. I mean... Yeah, you just have to know your stuff. You have to be educated. And this is why we do this podcast now. So you hear these type of stories and you kind of know how to move forward. Yep. All right, guys. That's it for this one. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.